BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski. Lion stuff is just, oh my God, I just want to vomit. Aaron Hawksworth. That's all I have to say to that. And Ed Egros. We will do the work for you. On the BetQL Network. Three by one to the right side. Looks that way. Throws that way. Caught. Nakua. Touchdown. Well, it must be near a long holiday weekend or someone going on vacation if you see my face and or hear my voice. Chris Mack in for Professor Egros today. Joining Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth and the gang here on BetQL Daily. Puka Nakua. Touchdown. Uh, Puka, huge game for the Rams who struck early and often and more or less take out the Saints' legs. Uh, They would be cooked if not for the fact that they're in the NFC South. Uh, We will get into Thursday night football, what it means for each of those teams going forward and start to take an early peek at a week 16 slate that is spread out over multiple days from Saturday through Monday, Christmas Day, triple header there. But welcome into BetQL Daily. You can follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. You can obviously watch the show here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL and the Odyssey Sports YouTube channel and Hopefully you're listening wherever you are. Maybe you're out on the road early today, driving back uh, over the hills and through the woods to grandmother's house or wherever you're spending the holiday weekend. We appreciate you taking us with you on your free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network. John Daigle from 4 for 4 and BetSpart is going to join us in about an hour to start the second hour of our three-hour, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern every single weekday extravaganza as we take a detailed look at Week 16. Friends, it it shouldn't surprise us that the Saints are falling to bits, much like Derek Carr's body, falling to bits right there before our very eyes, their playoff hopes. (laughs) um, They're down to, I think it's 24% now after uh, going into the game at 41%. And the Rams, I don't know. They're figuring some things out. They've got... The fourth best, I believe it is, playoff uh, percentage in uh, ESPN's FPI index right now. So they're looking pretty good, uh, the Rams, especially after last night's win. In fact, if the playoffs started tomorrow, Matt Stafford and the Rams would be headed to Detroit. I know how much you love the Lions, Joe. (laughs) Uh, Give me the Rams. Give me the Rams right now in that one. Look, um, I saw your tweet, and it was already too late. It looked like you had already made the play, but when I saw you're yeah. on the Saints, Chris, I'm like, oh no, he's on Ooh. the wrong side. Contrarian we were told yesterday. Play. Yeah, we were Silly told yesterday. Play. Dennis Allen's a defensive mastermind. No, 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 no. You see those 30 points put up by the Rams? That is, along with the Bills, the Rams are probably the hottest offensive football going right now. Like, you don't want any part of them. And much of the season, I've had a tough time just as dominant as the Niners have been, and, and we see it with the point spread in their matchup against the Ravens this weekend. But as dominant as they've been, I've kind of hesitated. There hasn't been a team where I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think they could take San Francisco. Or, or they're extremely dangerous. They're a threat to San Francisco as the season has played out. And the more and more I look at it and you see flawed teams like Detroit, like New Orleans falling off, and the number of quarterback injuries that we've had, the one thing that I've circled back to a few times is the Rams. I, I think they're as dangerous as anyone. 
in that conference. And that is ridiculous for where we were at the start of the season. There was talk about Sean McVay's going to tank. Sean McVay's going to get his hand-picked quarterback out of this strong college class. And we are very far from that. If I have one of the higher seeds in the NFC playoffs, I do not want to be matched up with McVay in the Rams in, in wild card weekend. I don't want any part of that. How about you, Aaron? Yeah, me either. I mean, the only thing about the Rams is maybe defensively, I think it would be tough to, you know, to match up with team like San Francisco, but offensively, amazing. Uh, I mean, they are just clicking. They've got lots of weapons. At the beginning of the season, I didn't really think Sean McVay was going to take. I thought this guy has an opportunity to retire or go have a nice media career, get away from coaching. He just had a baby. Right. And I thought there's this guy's so competitive. He's going to try to find a way to get things going. And sure enough, here we are. I guess part of it was probably luck on my part, but just knowing what a competitor Sean McVay is and the offensive mind that he is, I'm not shocked to see the Rams where they are right now. Yeah, that would be something. You think about some of the secondaries that are out there on the NFC postseason landscape. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Philly. Could you imagine what – uh, the Rams may do to that mess. Uh, plus, they've Ooh. got the one-two punch with Kyron Williams in the backfield. Uh, he went over his 89 and a half, 91 and a half, all the all the different rushing props last night. You do have Puka. You still got Cooper Cup. Uh, Puka, offensive rookie of the year case, maybe I don't know. C.J. Stroud, the prohibitive favorite there. I think you'd have mm-hmm. to have you'd have to have really bad news that I don't think any of us wants to hear regarding C.J. Stroud's availability. The last two weeks, I know it's not likely he plays this weekend. I still think he's obviously the prohibitive favorite for a reason. But Puka's made a great case uh, in a year where maybe there weren't a rookie quarterback like C.J. Stroud going off the way he has. The highlight of this one, at least the broadcast guys, may have been Kirk Herbstreet showing off his intimate knowledge of the biggest offseason acquisition in baseball history. They just showed Shohan or Tony, Tony up on the yeah. <laughs> Old Shohan. Old Shohan Otani. Uh, on a day where the Dodgers also landed Yamamoto, they've got Shohan Otani there in his Rams jersey, Joe. Um, I don't think I've seen a turn. You know what? I, I think that entire booth, like the whole country, used to love both of them. And I feel like everyone's turn on bo- turned on both Al and Herbie, and I don't know what it is. The only reason that people are still positive on Herbie in any sense is because of his dog, not because of him. Like, I think he realized, like, he, he was feeling some of the hate that was going on out there, and, and he started bringing his dog everywhere, put him on social media. Uh, but, yeah, like, yeah, Herbie's a clown, whatever. He needs to cut back on some of the jobs. He really does. Like, he's spread way too thin, and it's evident in, in his – various broadcasts that he's doing but uh, you know i've had good interactions with him um i yeah go ahead aaron i was just gonna hit i was the, just gonna say also thing. maybe it's the whole amazon thing like thursday night football We're you're still back. trying to like find the game and you're like oh it's on amazon sometimes right. i still forget and we're this late in the season it's annoying so i would be mad just for that reason there's gonna be arguments across america tomorrow i'm telling you grandma doesn't want 
peacock and we need it for the game and she's very confused she doesn't have internets like yeah. it's there's gonna there's gonna oh, be a man. lot of drama there's gonna be a lot she's of drama mad. she's mad that you kids want to sit down and watch football uh, uh -huh. when, when you came to visit her anyway what's wrong with you and now right. you're gonna put an app on my television i don't understand how i don't have works. apps what are you doing what's there an are... app I, what my, my phone doesn't still flips have open that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a zenith on the floor. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I will say there is still something, even though he's clearly like just riding the string out, he's on fumes, there is still something endearing to those of us of a certain age in just the sound of Al Michaels' voice. I'm sorry. Al Michaels could be yeah. reading the telephone book, and it's like, okay, this is what sports sounds like to my generation, you know? Even if he's completely and totally disinterested at times. And he's better. Like, for us... He yep. was the one that was always on the cutting edge along with Uncle Brent. And, you know, Brent doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Al does. So we can, we can point to Al. And now it's like, it's like beneath Al. Like, he's not even giving you the gambling references. Because he's like, well, everybody's in on it. It's on the screen the entire game. It's yeah. everywhere. Like, it's, it's no fun for him anymore. It's too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Paul, Paul Aspen is melting down before our very eyes on Comeback Player of the Year. Like I, I had quickly mentioned one of the awards and a shift in the market um, before we jumped on the air after yeah. last night's result. And he's like, yeah, Coach of the Year. Oh, no, you're talking Stafford. You're talking Stafford Comeback. Never even entered my mind about Stafford Comeback Player of the Year. I don't think this Puka stuff is garbage. I really don't. And I don't have a wager on it. If Stroud misses more than the second game that he's, we're told he's going to miss this mm -hmm. weekend, this is legitimate. Uh, Puka can set all-time records this year. He could set the all-time record for a wide receiver uh, this season. Like He's not that far off at the moment. So the record is 1473, and after last night, he's at 1327 with two games left. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to break the record and – you want to talk about a massive move in that market. He's all the way down. I see a six to one, also an eight to one out there. The other day, like it was 30, 40, somewhere in that range. So he, he was nowhere near, but now that it looks like Stroud's going to be sitting this week. What if the Texans are eliminated? There's no reason to play Stroud. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, Aaron. There's no reason. There's no, no reason left to play Stroud. If you're done and, if Puka continues to rack up the numbers, hey, six to one, even now, yeah, why not? Yeah, and you had a feeling yesterday before that game, like everyone talking about this record that Sean McVay was going to make sure Puka keeps getting closer and closer to breaking right. it. They've got the Giants and the Niners, um, you know, coming up. So the Giants, he should have a big game against them. I mean, a mm -hmm. what is it, like 130 yards he needs? It's he should definitely be able to get that in two games. Oh, he's breaking it. There's no doubt. They're going to make sure it happens mm -hmm. as long as he's on the field. Yeah. And the Niners game, we don't know if the Niners will be playing for anything. Exactly. Right. Well, we don't know if Grandma's going to figure out how to download Peacock so you can watch the Bills Chargers. But we'll, So we'll get to that one in a minute. But let's start <laughs> with the first game tomorrow. Perfect time to have Chris guest host, huh? Steelers against the Bengals. <laughs> Since he lay in two at Akershire Stadium, no Jamar Chase, but T. Higgins has just been ridiculous the last few weeks. Steelers going with Mason Rudolph at quarterback, which is different from Mitch Trubisky. How? Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick's yeah. out. They've got other injuries on the defense, both inside linebacker and safety. This continues to get bet, too. It's, it's up to three in, I think, 
uh, at least a few spots. Uh, Jake Browning, when he first got inserted in the lineup, had a difficult time against the Steelers that first weekend. Since then, mm-hmm. he's, he's, you know, he's screaming, you should have never bleep and cut me. Um, he's finding something. Uh, this might be a spot for him to continue to find it. I just, I, do, I keep waiting for him, Joe, Jake Browning, to turn back into a pumpkin against the Steelers' <laughs> defense. That's a possibility. I will say, closely watching the Steelers' defense the last few weeks, it's not the same without Minka Fitzpatrick healthy and on the back end. I had to suffer, so now Chris Mack has to suffer <laughs> with the Trubisky experience. Do you think about me every time you see him on the field? Every can, time. Can, I can hear you, you imagine his name. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, boy. Like, I, for years, for years, I dealt with what are called Trubisky truthers. There were people for three years that, like, no doubt – he just needs the right offense, get rid of Matt right. Nagy, surround him with weapons, that that guy was going to be an elite quarterback. But uh, anyways, that's neither here nor there. So it's not an upgrade, or is it just it's the same? It's a lateral move? It, Mason Rudolph is Mitch with a slightly more accurate arm and less mobility. I mean, what are we talking about here? Is it, all three of these guys, yeah. you know, Pickett, Trubisky, and Rudolph, negligible difference between all three of them. So – this offense, regardless of who's running it, whether it's Mike Sullivan, the quarterback's coach, or Eddie Faulkner, the running back's coach, or Matt yeah. Canada when he was OC, doesn't really matter. They don't have they don't have a quarterback. And if you don't have a quarterback in this league, you're not going to be able to go out and win, even against Jake Brown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I keep hearing people say, this is a Tomlin spot. Well, you know what? Last week was a Tomlin spot. Oh, you know, two weeks ago, it was also the Tomlin spot. Maybe uh-huh. that Tomlin spot isn't coming back around with this group of players anymore. Now, I will add that uh, you do have to look at the Bengals' side and all the players that they're going to be missing, including some of their most impactful players like Jamar Chase and DJ Reader, of course. So it could be a big day for that Steelers' run game. You would think if they have any sense that that's what they're going to do. But, yeah, obviously, uh, Fiery Matt Canada has not fixed everything. And, in fact, they're scoring less per game since getting rid of uh, Canada. I know there's always drama with Steelers receivers, but, Hmm. like, when you're not winning, it just feels a lot worse. And that's what you're seeing with Pickens and a lack of effort. Guys, I have a tough time back in the Steelers. Like, I understand the case, and I'm not laying it with the Bengals. It's Steelers or nothing, but I, I would look to props. I'm not betting on the Steelers during after this three-game losing streak that I've seen. I mean, it would be fitting to go with Rudolph for, for a Christmas right. game, but I still can't back him either. I'm with Joe. Like, I keep thinking this is a Steelers and a Tomlin spot, and then I just get let down. They keep letting me down ever since I placed the AFC number one seed thing. Mm, like, everything that. is falling apart. Look it at gets that. worse and worse. The Commanders yeah. fan building a jinx for Mike Tomlin so that he may become available on the trade market. How did that, ah, how did that happen? Man. Yeah. I tell you, man, I would I would definitely sign up to cover the team again if we got Tomlin. But I do like a couple of props here. We talked about, you know, the Bengals defense has been awful. The run, you know, the run defense, terrible. Over the middle, terrible. So Chris Mack yesterday, I was in the lab and cooked up a little Pat Ryermuth prop. He had nine catches. Nine catches the last time they played the Bengals. Over two and a half receptions. I love that play. I I like that a lot. Rudolph looking for a little (laughs) dump off, a little safety valve. He finds my Penn State guy sitting down in the middle of the field. Pat may not be able to block for crap, but he can catch the ball. We like that. All right, we take the other game for tomorrow night, the Peacock game that Grandma won't be able to find into the next segment. 
with Bills Chargers. We mentioned C.J. Stroud. What about the Texans hosting the Browns? So much more as we roll through Week 16. In for Eddie Gross, Chris Mack alongside Joe and Aaron here on BetQL Daily. Hey, this is Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL Daily. As the year comes to a close, we want to express our heartfelt gratitude for your unwavering support throughout 2023. Happy Holidays.